championship. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want. Because I'm a bigger, I'm a grinner. You guys are digging the music a bit too much. It's a good ditty. It is a nice little... You know, it's little something, something. You know. I would enjoy it if I could hear it. I mean, you know, <laughs> first world problems. I mean, uh, are you, uh, Mr. Monster? Are you, in fact, a a, a midnight toker? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny those facts. <laughs> Do some people call you Maurice? Wow, wow. <laughs> Please don't ever do the porn music that close to me ever again. <laughs> Kev can do it because he's in Hawaii and there's distance. You cannot do it being a foot away from me or six inches, whatever that might be. If your elbow touches me during the show, I'm putting you in the ground and I'm feeding you to Rocky. <laughs> I guess. So have we just abandoned Instagram then? Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. We have not abandoned it's, Instagram. It's coming. It's we're all, you know. Since we're all doing stuff and, you know, it's, we're, it's, it's, you know, taping the show. No one started the Instagram. Oh, it's good. It's, it's, and you know who I blame this? The showrunner. Sandwich. Excuse me. Monty, the showrunner. Yeah, Where is I'm the Instagram? I'm not doing anything. You know, I've been, I've been lazy on the show. I have not been. I didn't say anything about you being lazy. Mm. I just said, where is the Instagram? You know, literally, it's the one thing I cannot even see from this direction. I just see the side of the phone, so I can't even tell what's right. on the screen. So oh, we got to delegate down, sir. We are live, Big Kev, on the Instagram. Hey, hey. So hopefully, you'll be seeing us huh? shortly. Oh, good. It's really it's it's so close to being there, but I guess my idea wasn't one we wanted to try today. I I don't know what your idea was. The 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 angle, you know, from the side, like oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we're, we're working with a limited setup. I, I understand. Perhaps we should invest in a longer cord. Um, yes, and the tripod. We'll sort those things out. We're getting there. Baby steps. Baby steps. All things we're working Baby on. Yeah. And I'm busy monitoring Twitter for Richard Dean Anderson. It's a crazy, crazy day. I think he just went through the Stargate, if I'm being honest. You think so? I think so. I think okay. That's what it comes down to. What are you and- laughing at, sandwich? <laughs> the... the, the- Huge zoom into your face. <laughs> uh, um, he says there's big Kevin is too big is what he's saying. I oh, see, but I'm vertical, so I can't even tell what the hell the shot looks like. I don't know why you're vertical. Your phone, your phone, our phone, this whole setup. I don't know. I don't know. And, and there. Is that better sandwich? Anyway. Am I centered in the shot? And nonetheless, we are here. Mm-hmm. In it's, theory, we're doing a show. Studio M. This is what I've been told. That we're doing a show. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can go, go back to watching Chase and Amy. If I, I was asked to show up, and here I am. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Congratulations. You've done the minimum so far. <laughs> Episode 556. Great. You're at the sandwich level of participation. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, episode 556 we're calling this one uh, the jokes on us on so many levels this this is this is appropriate the jokes really on everybody if we're being honest yeah. uh, i would say so well it's not really a jo- well i guess we'll get into it when we get there but we got a million things to talk about before we start doing that we do we, we do 
first and foremost, according to my uh, prep sheet, uh, we are we are at the beginning slash middle slash end of the annual begathon. Right. This is that time of year where we beg and plead for you to help us get to New York Comic Con, where we will have a fabulous booth full of lots of uh, surprises and uh, giveaways and all sorts of things. If you happen to be coming to New York Comic Con, you can uh, come down there and check us out. Stay tuned to this program for further information about where we will be located, assuming, of course, that the Begathon kind of works out. <laughs> And we get some people to uh, give us a hand getting there. Now, OG, can you give them some details about the Begathon? Sure. So uh, the Begathon is our yearly, as Big Kev said, uh, it's really kind of a close the gapathon, <laughs> is, is what it is. But um, if you would like gap-a-thon. to donate to the Begathon, you can go over to our website, bkgeekstuff.com, and you can click on that lovely and beautiful PayPal link that's there. Or if that is too much work for you and you just want to send it to us directly, uh, PayPal, you can use our email address, which is uh, BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, consider consider donating uh, a little bit to the show. Um, you know, every dollar helps. Every $2, do we, uh, $2 do, helps. Do we have a, a, a Venmo for, the, um, for this show? We do not have a Venmo. Because the kids, as we said before, the kids love the Venmo. Yeah, but, but I don't think you can set up like a vendor Venmo the same way you can a PayPal one. Ooh. So, and PayPal is already, you know, in place and established. Okay. So, so we will say stuff at gmail.com via the PayPal if you would like to donate to the show. And um, this is also an excellent time to tell your friends about the show, right? Oh, um, yes. Let them know. Spread the word of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Let them know that this is the program they want to be checking out. And perhaps, uh, you know, a buck, two bucks, whatever they got. If yeah. they're if they are so inclined, it would be greatly appreciated. You can do donations if you're hard on cash. Remember, I did that a few years ago. Yes, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, essentially, the Begathon is donations via the PayPal address. So, um, so, so that's sort of how that works. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in doing that and helping us support, of course, getting us to New York Comic Con, um, we would be uh, forever grateful. Oh, you need to be interested. Yes, indeed. I'm just saying. Indeed, a Rooney. We need like a sad don't make Sarah us McLaughlin don't make song. us make. Go ahead. I'm saying we need like a sad Sarah McLaughlin song right now about how <laughs> you need to donate to these poor people who don't have anything. The arms of the angels. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. should do a video like that. That would be really funny for next year's Begathon. That would be really. <laughs> I love that. Um, I was actually going the opposite direction. Uh, you guys have seen, have you guys all seen Scrooged? Of course, yes. I was going the opposite direction. The the um, the Frank Cross commercial for the Christmas special. Oh God! <laughs> you know, I was going that direction. You know, they have to be so scared to miss it, so yeah. terrified. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good. One. So so there it is. If you if you would like us to go to New York Comic Con and record more episodes that we will not be able to share with most of you. Please donate via the Begathon, BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com. Wait, why would we not be able to share them? Well, because because I, I still don't think we ever shared the story of what happened at the bar last year at New York Comic Con. Isn't that still oh, out well, there in the ether? Well, the bar, <laughs> and sure. And, you know, there's that other thing from, you know, 100-something well, yeah, episodes I mean, ago, 156 episodes just, ago that we that don't happens. talk about. You know, I'm just I'm just saying that those memories are uh, are built upon your generous donations. That's true. That, that's that's, <laughs> that's what true. we're trying to say. Hopefully nothing like that will happen this year. Hey, you never know. Yeah. You never, know. never know. Could be fun. With that said, though, we do have a show to do. We sure. probably should move forward with the... This, with, this could be the, the year where I dress down a Harley Quinn once and for all. Aw. <laughs> leave the poor Harley Quinns alone. They didn't bother you mostly. Speaking of Harley Quinn, uh-huh. uh, Harley Quinn Smith... Yeah, uh, was just in a movie that I saw recently. It was the Tarantino classic. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the film now because I've blocked it out entirely. Once What's upon a film? time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. Fucking awful. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> it was dreadful. This movie seems to um, be 
100% polarizing to Tarantino fans. Because I would say it's, for me, people, I haven't seen it yet, but people I know that have seen it, it's split right down the middle. Either people love it or people hate it. There's no gray area. There's no middle road. It's you love it or you hate it. And that's it. I'm, I'm voting on hate. I mean, look, I, I mean, mean, I just didn't. Well, it, it had when and if you actually waste your time seeing this, OG, I'm yeah. going to be very interested to hear what you think of it. And especially if you know the sort of if you know the history of what's taking place in the movie. Right. If you know that actual history, it's dreadful. What was the point? I mean, it just it was so it, it was so just random and pointless that. You know, even, you know, I guess most stories can be pointless, right? But the point is, is this one was so pointless. It was, you know, that I was, yeah, I came out of the movies. I'm like, what the fuck did I just do for the last (laughs) two hours? What the fuck ever? You know, I was, it was awful, awful. Terrible, terrible. So, so other than the fact that the movie itself was terrible, how were individual performances? For example, how was Miss Smith? Was she, was she okay? I mean, she was, she was one of Charlie Manson's girls and she appeared in a few scenes. I, she may have had a line or two. I don't recall because when you're in the middle of a train wreck, the last thing you're doing is looking around going, you know, like, wow, who is, and what, you know, I was just like, I, 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 I mean, there were some fine performances. Brad Pitt was fine. Leonardo DiCaprio was fine. You know, like uh, Margot Robbie was fine. Uh, You know, everybody was just sort of fine. You know, Pacino was in it, too, for a hot minute, you know, and and it was just just fine. I mean, it was just middle of the road. I just I was really flabbergasted because I'm interested in both the subject matter in the terms of Hollywood history. And I'm also interested in terms of the fact that Quentin Tarantino is saying, what has he got? One or two more films, he says, and then he's retiring. Right. You know, and I'm like, well, if this is the kind of films we're going to see for the next one or two or whatever it is till he retires, maybe retirement isn't a bad idea. Well, don't forget the everyone is waiting for a Star Trek film. That will not be directed by him. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So, I mean, it, you know, that that I mean, as far as a director goes, I think right. he's retired. That's a loophole I don't know if is what you're saying. They do anything else or yeah. what. But. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'll, it'll probably be a year before I see it because I'm not going to go out and see it in the theater. Obviously, I'll wait for it to hit the Netflix. Yeah, I have a HBOs feeling, though, it, it didn't do very well. And I have a feeling that you'll be able to see it on one of the services sooner than later. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Moving and with forward. that, OG, we will bring <laughs> this episode. I, I, don't, I don't think we're there yet. I, I think we're still a little bit off from that from that particular point in time. But what's Joker next? gets eight minute standing ovation at the Venice premiere. Yes. So it's getting all sorts of rave reviews. This this Joker film. I mean, I'm excited to see it. I've been saying this all along that I'm excited to see this. So, um, you know, everybody is the people who saw it seem to think that it's amazing. They seem to talk about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance, which is one of the things that's really drawing me to see it. Oscar worthy. Um, they're Oscar saying, worthy. Yes. Which I think if he wins the Oscar for playing the Joker, mm-hmm. I just think the unprecedentedness of that, I think will be mind blowing. Okay. Have two young guys play the Joker and win Oscars doing it. I mean, I'm hoping nothing happens to Joaquin Phoenix between now and then, <laughs> but I'm just saying if right. he wins the Oscar for playing the Joker, that would be pretty um, be pretty amazing, you know, from from a geek perspective. That said, I think the most important thing in this article, OG, we talked about it right before we started the show. It says in this article, the film is part of the DC Comics universe, but stands alone as an origin story and does not include any appearances by Batman or other caped crusaders. There's another caped crusader. Um And it opens in the U.S. on October 4th. Now, I'm just going to say this again. This is the first article which hasn't made a point to say that this film is not part of the DC Comics universe. But so I was reading this article again just now because I'm I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this because it seems problematic to me on a lot of different levels. Um, It doesn't quote anybody in that statement. I wonder if BuzzFeed is speaking out of turn. Yeah. 
Maybe. Or maybe Warner has gone, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If right. we have this, uh, you know, we, we have this sort of buzz about another young actor and this character and the Oscars, well, we simply, we got to capitalize on this as much as possible. And if this is the juice that brings, uh, you know, or I, let me let me rephrase. If this is the squeeze that right. finally bears the juice out of this dreadful DC Comics universe series of films, you can bet your ass that dump truck of 20s is on the way to the Joaquin Phoenix residence about now if it hasn't already gone there. See, because in another article that came out earlier this week uh, on another website, Distractify is the website, which I've actually read from time to time, but they say that Joker's not actually part of the DC Extended Universe canon. Um, it is part of DC's take on the solo films that stand outside of the regular DC universe, but are allowing certain characters to be explored, which is kind of what we've been saying all along. So I'm... I'm hoping that maybe BuzzFeed got it wrong. <laughs> and, and I'm hoping the exact opposite. Okay. I'm hoping if he is, if this performance is as brilliant as they say it is, and Warner's is finally going, you know what? Give the kid whatever he wants. We got to get him in those stupid Batman movies. Right. With, uh, with the, the, the sprinkly vampire, the sparkly vampire. We got to get that kid in those movies. We got to get this kid in those movies. Because let's be honest, at this point, they have nothing going for them. Nothing. Name a thing they have going for them. The new one, uh, the new Wonder Woman poster has pissed everybody off. Right. No, and everyone seems to be losing interest in Wonder Woman rapidly. There's no news on another Aquaman. And let me think: if I'm counting all of the decent hits and or just decent films, I think I've covered them all right there. I think you have as well. So, <laughs> so if the, if the Joker turns out to be not only a good film but an Oscar-winning movie, there's no way they're not all up and down Joaquin and Phoenix's butt trying to get him in that Batman universe. Right. There's no way that happens. And if they're starting to, again, if Buzzfeed got it right and they're, and Warner is starting to talk about the fact that, uh, that this character is part of that universe or some universe and that he may reappear. That is, that's the news because if it's as good as everyone says, and they can finally give it the context that as a solo film, it is grossly criminally lacking right I, more power to them warner brothers will have made a decent decision which would be i think wait i'm counting them on my hand one <laughs> so then kev, decent what, decision that they've made regarding this series so kev beyond what the article says what was your reaction to the most recent trailer um i didn't it? like it, like it wednesday no i didn't like it you know, and again, and, and I'll express the same concern and fear that I have expressed ever since they said it was going to be a standalone movie. It has no context. This character is not a standalone character. He's not an anti-hero. He is a psychopath. And in order to exist, you know, in any universe, he needs Batman just as much as Batman needs him. But I went back and I was looking at the killing joke recently uh -huh. as my comparative reference and as, as best I can. And right. while certainly the killing joke is set in the present as it's set, but the story is told through a series of flashbacks and right. through that whole transformation of that character to the red hood, to the Joker, um, Batman doesn't exist yet. No, when I he know. goes through that origin. So I still say, in my opinion, that this is two, one of two things. It is much like the killing joke. And if it is part of the greater connected universe, Batman will come around to further identify and solidify the Joker's appearance and, and uh, not appearance, uh, um, purpose. And then the other thing is that I still say that this is not a Joker origin story. This is one of the Joker's many tales of his own origin, which 
kind of treads on the footsteps that Heath Ledger led before us. Yeah. Um, DC Comics as a whole has led us down this path through the years numerous times. Although many people consider Killing Joke to be the origin story. It's not the true origin story of the Joker. The story. It's right. There is no true origin of the Joker. And to me, this is ju- this is as close to a, a real life killing joke, I think, as we're going to get. And even though they're not saying it's a killing joke because it's not a direct translation, it's essentially the killing joke. What is Monty doing? This fucking dog. Um, I will say, though, that an article that came out earlier this week on Forbes, this actually only came out yesterday, Forbes, the Forbes article says, the Joker is a standalone film, unconnected to the wider DCEU, much like Logan was at, uh, was fairly far removed from the X-Men franchise. That's not true. Well, it was... It was, that was not it was, true. Not, no, it Logan. is not true. It is not true. But it, it was it was real. It was pulled back quite a bit from the rest of the X Men franchise. Not, no, I'm sorry, I can't accept that. <laughs> Professor X was a main character in the damn movie. Uh, yes, mean, that's just that's horseshit. That's just a horseshit uh, 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 comparison because it wasn't removed. It well, why was it removed? Because it didn't have other characters in it. Well, we know that's wrong right off the bat. Well, why was it removed? Because it was set in the future. Well, that doesn't remove something from anything. Right. You know, it, it does none of those things. That is a bullshit analogy. Well, is I, what that is. I, the, the point that I'm taking away from that article is that this is a this is Forbes now saying that it's also not connected. So again, mm-hmm. I am wondering that if BuzzFeed misspoke. But but you, do you see that Forbes is is destroying their own argument by using Logan as an I, example? I am. But my point is that BuzzFeed is the only people who have said that it's part of the connected universe. OK, Warner that's has fair. not said I, it. I, and I'm so, on the side of BuzzFeed here in case that was unclear. Well, no, you're on the side of hoping that it's part of the connected universe. Yeah. But, and I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. But what I'm saying is that Warner has not confirmed it. Someone at BuzzFeed has confirmed it for the purpose of their article. Well, I don't think you can use the Forbes article as an argument either way because they got it so drastically wrong that Logan was removed from the X-Men universe. I mean, what kind of moron? Give me the name of that author so that I can. I don't have the article up anymore. Slaughter that guy. I'm going to slaughter that guy on Twitter or, or one of the social medias. Oh, gee, teach me how to use social media so I can slaughter people on it. I mean, you have it. Just you just got type and then. Push I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's move forward. If you like. No, I just want to make one more comment, though, based sure. on what you said. I'm with you 100% that this could be an origin story, maybe not necessarily the origin story. However, I think maybe we agree on this point, but I want to make sure that I make it. My issue is not that it's an origin film. My issue is the fact, t- twofold. One, that, that, if it is a standalone origin film, are they never going to use that character in the brand new created Batman universe? Because using any Joker character from this point on who is not Joaquin Phoenix doesn't make any fucking sense. And two, if the Joker if the Joker movie stands alone as an origin point, what was the point of making it if they're not going to use the character? I I because because it seems like they're it seems like what DC is trying to do is create these sort of director writer projects that allow creators to play with characters that they want to play with without having them tied into the bigger picture. Wait, where have I heard this before? (laughs) A continuity shouldn't get in the way of a good story. Oh, right. That jackass Joe Quesada said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so look, I again, it could just be as simple as oh, no, this is an Elseworlds story. So it is. Look, we don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and actually see it ourselves or I see guess. what the what the future holds. But I guess. All right. Um. So where were we? What was next? What was next, Mr. Monty? HBO's Watchmen. That's all right. No, I'll run the show because Monty's busy playing with his dog. HBO's Watchmen premiere date announced with new key art. You have turned me off. I've seen your face. I love it. Uh, yes, they released new key art for Damon Lindelof's upcoming Watchmen series. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Why? Gonna, Why? Don't- 
care. I'm gonna watch the series because because to me, oh, the key art. To, you mean you I don't, don't care, care about, about the key, key art. art? Oh okay. yeah, I'm with yeah, you. On to, that. To, to me, the key art is like to me, the key art is an unfinished poster, and I barely care about posters. Like I don't need any more trailers. I don't need any more key art. I don't need a fucking poster. I don't need a Rorschach potato sack. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I just want the series at this point. I want to see it. I want to hope that I like it. Or be, you know, aggravated that I didn't and just just and just let it be. Let it be what I'm, it be. I'm still – is this – you know, I have to ask you this now that I've – well, I'm one episode away from finishing The Boys. Okay. Still. Is this HBO's answer to The Boys? No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. It's in no, the- I think I think this is I – t- I told you what I think this is. I think this is HBO is developing a series and reskinned it as The Watchmen to sell it. Now, okay. they may have done a good job doing that, but I don't think HBO felt like it need to rival The Boys, if I'm okay. being honest with you. Because The Boys, even, the boys though, was a sleeper even hit. though we were all hyped up about it, The Boys was very much a sleeper hit. There wasn't a lot of buzz outside of our community. And now it's got a lot of buzz because it got renewed and people are talking about it and it's, you know, it's the bell of the ball. But... I don't think HBO was looking to rival the boys. I think HBO was looking to develop a new series, developed something, and was like, this just isn't going to fucking sell. So how do we sell it? Oh. Oh, hey, let's oh, get that Watchmen thing. Exactly. That's what I think it was. It's quite possible. I like, uh, I like Jeremy Irons as an older Ozzie Mendias. But where I'm, what I'm, I have to be honest with you, I am so intrigued by this show because, as you know, OG, I'm a huge fan of the Watchmen universe. Hell, I even like those awful pre-Watchmen books. I only liked a handful of the. Sorry, I, I was reading ahead slightly on the prep sheet, and I had a mild aneurysm. Um, oh, I only can't liked, wait. I, I did. I like. I like the. I like the Rorschach pre-book. Yeah. Um, I don't think I read any of the other ones. If I'm being honest, I like them all. They collect them. I'll yeah. loan them to you. Um, but I, I thought they were I thought they were really I thought they were really good. I mean, they got a lot of flack at the time because, you know, somebody I don't like to mention names, uh, you know, was really upset about the fact that someone would write a prequel to his work and well, he right. wasn't involved and he's a lunatic anyway. But the point is, is I like the Watchmen universe. I always have the weakest point in the Watchmen universe is, as we all know, Doomsday Clock. Oh, my God. Because who the Fuck DC Universe should just write that shit off immediately. You want an Elseworlds book, OG? Word. There's a fucking Elseworlds book. Write that shit off immediately. That thing sucked. And it's not over. Is it over? No, I think it's not over I yet, right? I don't even know. They because... were putting the books out like every there was a weird gap in between, then there were delays. Well, I'm were, sure the book's I, over. I, I fell just off after know. like I don't even know. It's issue not, five, maybe? I think I fell off after like issue yeah. five. I think they were putting yeah. it out hot and heavy when it first launched because they thought that it was going to be really big. And, yeah, and because it started finally to get tying panned. the watchmen to the DC yeah. universe, that would be huge, except for the fact that there was no fucking way to do it that wasn't awful and ham handed. You know, and so it, it, it failed at is, as it inevitably must whenever you fucking can't leave something alone. And, and I think a lot of people just jumped for, in terms of DC, they jumped uh, on metal more, more than anything else. So I think that's what they only want to invest in one and maybe not the other. I think that kind of yeah. a small contribution. I think so, too. So apparently- well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the hell they're going to do with it. You know, because I just don't understand. I don't understand. You know, are we just telling a story of a new group of heroes in the future of the world that we left so long ago? I mean, all right. I hope they tell us what happened to the other characters. Obviously, Ozymandias is still around and he's old, but they all know that he's guilty <laughs> of of what happened. And it'll really be a testament to is this a sort of sequel to the movie when they explain to us that either – you know, this, this huge explosion thing happened or a giant octopus destroyed or squid or whatever <laughs> right. destroyed uh, New York City. So, uh, you know, I'm waiting to hear. All right. Just we'll saying. see. We'll see. Netflix abandons binge model for week to week episodes on multiple shows that no one is watching anyway. You shut Oh, I'm sorry. I, I added that. I added the last. I part. love the Great British Baking Show. Are you kidding me? That show is amazing. That show is fantastic. Have you ever watched this? Get, 
Monty, no. do we get crickets yet? Do, do we get crickets? Do you, do, you, do you watch any cooking shows at all? Like, do you watch Food Network shows at all? No. No. All the Gordon Ramsay ones. Okay. You you say that as though I've like like spit in your face and 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 insulted you like Big Kev normally does. That's his shtick. That's not. But no. So I, what I like about the Great Enough British Breaking Show, what I like about the Great British Breaking Show, as far as competition shows are concerned, is that there's no prize. <laughs> there's no prize. The the prize is you get to say that you won the Great British Breaking Show. <laughs> but 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 that makes it really interesting because I think it cuts out all of the like. All of the high drama BS that you see on like American reality competition shows, right? It's always that fake drama. And even even Top Chef, when Top Chef first started, the first two seasons, I think, were sort of drama free, except for I'm not your bitch, bitch, in season <laughs> one, which is pretty funny. But but like there was always that money that they dangle in front of you. And so everybody acts on their worst behavior. Um but um but I don't I don't anyway. I think, well, first of all, I think in general for Netflix, I think this is actually kind of a big deal. I think it's a big deal. And I think it's smart. It's a very, well, depending on how it is. I mean, this is kind of part of their play going into Disney, dealing with fighting Disney Plus right. head on, uh, straight on. Let's say they start doing this with the next season of Stranger Things. Right. I mean, they can just be rolling this out from some of their smaller shows and kind of work their way up so people kind of get used to it. Um, but how much would you have to invest in order to watch Stranger Things? As every episode comes up, you'll be spending a lot more than what you would be spending now for the last season. So I think the answer to this solution is actually somewhere in between what they're doing now. I don't, I get the idea of not wanting to put the entire show up at the same time from a business model standpoint. I get it. Right. But I do think. Did you just say the, the answer to the solution? I I may have. I apologize. That's like the question to the query. Um, but, um, I think one episode might be too much, like too slow. So maybe the answer is like two or three episodes at a clip over maybe a month. And maybe this is what they're trying to figure out. They're and they're trying to, trying to find the happy medium. Yeah. Um, but I think for the long run, I think this is going to be kind of interesting in that whole Netflix versus Disney. Well, I, again, I, 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 is, how, is that how Disney's doing it? Are they doing it episodic? No, no, are they no, doing? No, I'm pretty sure Netflix, uh, Disney rather. I think they're just going to go all in when something's yeah. ready to go. I just think that this is, because everyone's been talking about what does it mean for Netflix right. with Disney Plus. This is kind of them forcing their hand because they either <laughs> need to change their game plan or they need to change their because, prices or a whole bunch of other stuff. Because it, it means 90% of uh, Netflix's good content is going to go away. Because uh, Hulu does this too. Hulu does episode a week I think owned by Disney though yes but before it was owned by Disney it was owned by everybody when it was owned by Fox rolling interest ago, um, NBC I, and yeah it was it was Wars. like when the runaways first came out which yeah. I liked the first season I yeah, watched no, I the second season but when the runaways first came out I'm pretty sure it was an episode a week um, and for me personally my own viewing habits I can't do binge I can't binge anymore my attention span wanes after about three episodes, so I'm okay with slowing it down just a little bit. Um, hey, who else is looking forward to Rhythm and Flow, a rap competition series featuring, uh, featuring T.I., Cardi B., and Chance the Rapper as judges? Well, none of us here are probably interested in that show. But I, bet, I bet that it does pretty well. It's worth pointing out, by the way— um, is Sandwich in the room? Is he mic'd? Yeah. Yeah, he's here. He's been talking. Oh, I'm just because I haven't heard from him. I thought he had a stroke. <laughs> Not yet. I was going to say something, then he cut me off. So. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That doesn't, mean, oh. that doesn't mean that. You got to hop in there, sir. Just throw, oh. throw up an elbow. I no, mean, no, no. Close enough. No, no, Monty. No, no. Don't baby him. Go ahead. Get in there. <laughs> well, I might be interested in Rhythm and Harry Flow, Potter books banned in Catholic <laughs> school over use of real curses and spells. We shouldn't even talk about this one. Like this Why? one is complete. The more I read this article, the more my brain hurts. My eye is twitching, and I think. Oh, I is might that have the to- one that gave you the aneurysm? It is because when I got to the line in the article that says uh, the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which, when read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. This is by some nut job fucking religious lunatic in fucking tennis. But dude, 
dude, he's a Catholic, even. Yeah, yeah but he's an asshole. <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, I'm not saying the, the guy's not an asshole. The he's playing with. I, no, this is usually, but, you know, this is usually like the born agains yeah, and no. the, you know, the, the, the Baptists. And you know what this is? This is a guy who's fucking Catholics bored and wants a little bit of attention. The Catholics only worried about touching kids. I'd, I'd like to know, I'd like to know uh, where, where, what is this guy? What is this? Fucking moron's name, Dean Road. Dean, what a fuck! I want to know Reverend where he's Dan so, Rehill. Yeah, that guy. Where did Rehill see uh, Expecto Patronus uh, in in a text prior to Harry Potter? Well, I'm sure if you donate some money towards him, I'm yeah, sure yeah, he'll be very more than happy to tell <laughs> yeah. you his. He'll uh, take me into his, his tent and, and he'll show me the body of Christ. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> uh, really, really quickly, not on the prep sheet. That I forgot. Um, the uh, they wrapped up the podcast, the the Wolverine, the Lost Trail. Oh, good! The, I have uh, to I have to finish the second season. It is um, it's good. It, I, I like the way it, it it. I think it's just as good as the first one. Yeah, they introduced a few more characters. I don't want to kind of say who. Uh, cause right. Part of the fun, um, and I would love to just to see more content like this in general um, from Marvel from DC. Uh, I think it was just an interesting way to kind of get more of their a different form of their content out there. Because mm-hmm. honestly. My, as I was finishing it up, I was like, I would like to hear a, a, a Bendis story for yeah. someone who just likes using dialogue so much. Right. I think it, it, it would be very interesting to see how he because he likes the sound it. of his own voice, the, Monty. The, that that said, that said, the one thing I like about the two Logan podcasts, the what was it? There was the Long Night and the, the Lost Trail. The Lost Trail. Um, the one thing I liked about them was that they were unique stories. So if they were going to do something with someone like a well-known writer like Bendis, I would hope that he would write something original rather than try to adapt something. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that removed from the Marvel universe? It is. It is. <laughs> and, and the only thing you need to know about uh, Wolverine is the, his powers and the whole, a smidgen of the whole Weapon X situation. Like, that's all you really need. And, and even if you don't know a lot about the Weapon X situation, at least in the very first one, um, The Long Night, they sort of pepper it in and give you a bit of information about it. True. They, they, they give you enough to move the story forward. Yeah, without it, like feeling like they're beating you over the head. Yeah, right. But right. It, it, I mean, I, I, I listened to it driving home from work from Manhattan and everything. Great story to listen to. And, uh, for you know, it's free on the iTunes right now. Um, if you have Stitcher, an account with Stitcher, you can get it without any ads. Um, but it's uh, worth checking out. I nice. think it's like 20 did, to 30 did we, episodes. Did we abandon the Harry Potter story in the middle so that we could hear about Wolverine podcast? I think we I think we because moved past I, the Harry Potter. We Did you have something else you wanted I don't, to add? Yeah, of course. How oh. do you ignore the line? All seven books in the J.K. Rowling Harry Potter series have been banned following Rehill's decision, which came after he consulted with numerous exorcists located in the United States and Rome. I mean, I know how the we, fuck do we blow past that for the Wolverine podcast? Well, because the these Wolverine are actual podcast is good. OG, these are actual exorcists. Uh, you're, you're, in you're 100% the United right. States and Rome and Rome. You're, you know that's where the good exorcists are. That that's that's <laughs> that's that's where they are. It's all the good exorcist schools. I just Rome. I just can't believe exorcist high. We would just blow past this this hard hitting article for fucking Wolverine podcast. Have you ever we listened to the Wolverine all, podcast? What's that? Have you listened to the Wolverine podcast? No, I have not. It's really good. I think that you have would appreciate it. Have you seen it. The Exorcist? I have seen The Exorcist. Know the importance of the article. All right, fair That's enough. all I'm saying. All right. I, like I don't want kids popping up, spinning their heads around, throwing up pea soup. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know these kids love the Harry Potter books. Just I, saying. They love the Harry Potter books. That's true. I can't, I can't even deny it. Cursed. They're all getting cursed with evil spirits. Because there's spells and other things that are evil in these books. I, I gotcha. With that big Kev. <laughs> if you say Expecto Patronum three times fast, you summon a demon. <laughs> All right. Expecto Patronum. Expecto what's, Patronum. What's, what's, what's next? What, what's next? <laughs> uh, 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 are we ready for a break? <laughs> No, we have the Spawn series, and then I think we're ready for a break, right? Yeah, sure. Todd McFarlane is developing... I guess I'll drive the show. Todd McFarlane is developing two Spawn animated series for kids and adults. Is it two for kids and two for adults, or is it one for kids and one for adults? I, and I, why? I suspect it's for kids and adults, like meaning it's not going to be a hard R like the HBO series was. So is it going to be one series for kids and one series for adults? 
I don't, the article is kind of nonspecific. I just assumed it was both sort of the same, but you, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You're a big Spawn did fan. How do you not know this? I haven't been a big Spawn fan since about issue 100. <laughs> you read that many. Did we, did we, did we talk about Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner at some point? Yeah, I'm sure we did. Uh, Being no, the star of the Spawn film? Oh, of the Spawn film? Yeah, we talked about that. Yes. That, I mean, that happened a while ago. Yes. We did. To, I think and we that briefly Todd will be that. directing? Yeah, but but Todd has been teasing a Spawn film for exactly 300 years at this point. So actually, I think it's 301 as of uh, as of September 1st. So um, <laughs> I mean, just I'm just I'm, there's also a Sam and Twitch series reportedly in development for BBC America. I actually, in all seriousness, I would be more interested in a Sam and Twitch series than I would be in a generic uh, Spawn series. You can listen to it uh, right now on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. <laughs> wow. That's, 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 wow, that's, that's good on so many levels. I know. Kudos I, to you. I, every now and then, I just slide one in there. Just, that's just what saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's, that's, yes. So, so Sam and Twitch. All right. <laughs> Are we ready to take our first break now? I feel like we need to take a break. I feel like we're sliding not, off of the deck of this ship rather quickly. Not Sam and Twitch. <laughs> All right. Just real quick, did they say where nah. they're putting the TV shows are? I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know you. Walking Dead's Greg Nicotero and his company will develop the effects for the film. I'm just going through the rest of the article here. You guys well, the Sam and Twitch series fun. is being developed for BBC America, which I think is. I said that. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah, I said that. Um, it doesn't say where the regular series is going, I don't think. Um, I no, don't it doesn't. Everything is going to happen after the movie. So they're waiting to see if the movie bombs as bad as the last one did, right. even with Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner in it. Uh, if it bombs that bad, then they probably will can these animated series, would be my guess. Probably. That they're, Greg Nicotero's company, though, they're no joke. So good so, on them. All right. That sounds lovely. And Todd's going to direct? Well, I mean. What else do you have to do to get me into a movie theater except put Jamie Foxx in the Spawn outfit directed by Todd McFarlane? I mean, it's like a gimme. Look, I just want to watch Todd McFarlane draw. If we could just leave it at that, I'd be pretty happy. I would be too. That's, I mean, if that's he a... would. If he would draw. Yeah, he does it on social media. <laughs> he does it on the Facebook. And they're, they're actually really good. Those, yeah. little, those little streams are really good. Um, all right. With that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will take our first and only break. On this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 556, the one we're calling The Jokes on Sandwich. <laughs> Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts. All for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Ahoy, hoy. Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. World of Warcraft Classic has been released to great success. A million people flocked to Twitch to watch streamers play the 2004 version of WoW, making the game number one on the platform. Probably because they couldn't get onto servers themselves, as they were slammed by an estimated 6 million players trying to log on. The thing that makes this experience unique is the game is WoW as it existed in 2004. It's supposed to be more grindy. This speaks volumes to the core game when people lose their shit over the absence of things that were added for 15 years. <laughs> Yacht Club Games had a Nintendo Direct-type presentation of their own to show off games that were coming soon. The game that got my attention was Shovel Knight Dig, much like the popular SteamWorld Dig, but in the Shovel Knight universe and art design. No release date other than sometime in 2020, 
But it's really nice to see even more games with Shovel Knight, as the character and world are just really cool. <laughs> Mario Kart is getting a free-to-play game on iOS and Android with microtransactions. I don't really care, since Nintendo's smartphone games have been very shallow. But I'll give it a second chance when it arrives on September 25th. <laughs> New releases! While I told myself I wasn't going to buy a Control, I ended up buying Control. I've been a fan of Remedy games for a while now, as Alan Wake is a game I obsessed over the story. Leading up to release, Control didn't have a very good impression on me, but playing the game was a much better experience. There's still a problem as character faces don't look good a lot of the time, or the game turns into a barely playable slideshow some parts of the game, even when I was playing on a PlayStation 4 Pro. Overall, the game needed more time and development. What is there is pretty good, it's just short of greatness. Control is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII has been released on another platform for the first time since it was released on PlayStation 1. I don't know it took so long. Probably because there's better entries in the series, but it was seriously neglected. Final Fantasy VIII does share some of the problems that IX did, which the original assets were lost, so the backgrounds are all upscaled versions of what they had, so everything's blurry. But it's this or nothing. I mean, they could redo the backgrounds. But then again, the game is priced at $20, so you take what you can get. Final Fantasy VIII is available now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> a game that is so anticipated that it's being review-bombed by Man Babies for being exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Astral Chain is the latest game from Platinum Games, developers of Bayonetta and Metal Gear Rising. Astral Chain is a third-person action game where you not only punch and kick your way to justice, but you're chained to a demon, or whatever name they have for it and you use the two characters together to stun enemies or combos and whatever shiznit. Looks fun, but it might be a bit too story-driven. Maybe if you liked Nier Automata, and you have a Nintendo Switch, you can check out Astral Chain as it's available now for $60 exclusively on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Risk of Rain 2 is out now for $30 on all platforms. I actually don't know much about this game. <laughs> and finally, Gears 5, which is the official title for Gears of War 5, will be released this Friday, September 6th, on Xbox One and PC. And unlike last time, I know which week this is. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. And we are back with this fine episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 556. The joke's on us. All of us. All of us. I, I mistakenly thought the joke was just on sandwich before we went to the break. <laughs> In the groundhog. In the groundhog. Of groundhog. course, during that beautiful break there, we had uh, a word from our sponsors, the fine folks, over at BuildXWing, BuildXWing.com, um, BuildXWing.com, um, where you can go and uh, check it out. We have a link to the video up on our uh, page over at PKGeekStuff.com. Um, of course, you can give them a call. If you'd like, there's a phone number you can call and get in on this amazing product if you want. 877-544-6779 if you'd like to get in on that. So check them out, buildxwing.com. It is a supreme product. Of course, also during the break there, we heard from our good friend Coke Logic with this week's game stuff. Lots of good stuff in the in the game stuff this week. Yeah, I, I already uh, pre-ordered the, uh, the, uh, the Mario Kart I think the only thing on this list that excites me is Shovel Knight because I kind of liked Shovel Knight. It was no. one of those like silly, fun. Yeah, I don't know much games. about that. How Shovel about you, Knight. Man? Shovel Knight. Yeah. How about you, Mister Sandwicher? Is there anything from from the video games? Are you a Gears of War fan? Uh, I am. I play them. I don't think I'm getting this one. Oh no! Why not? Because none of my friends because he should there. be too busy in the old west <laughs> helping me bring order and, uh, and to to a name of that place again? without it when you when. When you go online for the Xbox, what's your? What's your <laughs> oh name? no no no! Oh no! Save that for the end. We, <laughs> for the record, when I listened to the last episode, Monty, I, I Monty, Monty, in your episode, uh, in your episode um, production folder, do you have the DVD news stinger? Oh God! Still, I'm sure, is I'm sure it's there. Folder? I'm sure it's there. There's oh, a lot of stuff to go through. We can use it right now. I just want to say this really quick because it's confusing. Scooby-Doo Limited Edition Complete Series Blu-ray box set is available now. So it says that it's Scooby-Doo, where are you? Right. Wasn't there like 85 or so different series? Scooby-Doo, where are you was the one that came out. 
That's the original one. Uh, I I think it's the original. That was one. the original one. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Okay. Yeah. September thirteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Fiftieth anniversary is yeah. coming up very. Uh, and so this set includes 40, all 41 episodes. Oh, that clearly means it's not all of them, right. uh, on Blu-ray and digital along with exclusive Scooby-Doo Funko keychain, mini Scooby-Doo encyclopedia. What? Uh, and brand new bonus content. Um, you can get it at Walmart for about 80 bucks, uh, Amazon, all the usual places. However, it's limited to only 50,000 units. So get it while it's, uh, available. I mean, I ordered mine. There it is. Um, I think they should have held out and just did all the Scooby-Doo shit together. Is my thought and opinion there. Like all the the series, like the Scrappy-Doo, the Scrappy-Doo one, the, you know, just all of them. This is just the, you know, I appreciate the originals. Don't get me wrong, but there have been so many series, you know, I Uh, just think they should have boxed them all. The one that came out only a handful of years ago, Mystery Inc., I think was the one, was really good. If you're a Scooby fan, it was really, really good. I I ordered my set. I will say this. When I ordered my set from the Walmarts, um, it said that there were only four left in stock. So so it, it it is clearly selling out at least at Walmart. You ordered that set? I did, yeah. Oh, my my I, I, young Frodo yes. is a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Oh, is he? Really? Yeah. And a lot of the old stuff is not available on the Netflix or the Amazons. Well, so. that's true. But the original stuff. You the original stuff. Yeah. Oh. So um, and he has seen all the new stuff like ad nauseum. I don't know how much of the original stuff he's seen. Probably oh, a handful. Okay. So I thought it would be something. Oh, that's um, a nice. Uh, that would be nice. You know, I'll get it. Whatever, maybe I'll save it for a Christmas or something. Yeah. You know, whatever keeps him away from Pokemon. That's it. That's it. I'm helping fund that. <laughs> All right. We have a couple of products that we want to talk about on tonight's show. Um, first Let's up, do this one first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do so it. this is the the Netflix Punisher uh, 112 from Mezco. Uh, beautiful six-inch figure. Now, for those of you who uh, are, have been living under a rock, the 112 line from Mezco has been clearly blowing the lid off of six-inch figure collecting. Um, these are hyper articulated, you know, the way you need to think of it is you need to think of it as six inch scale, in my opinion, six inch scale hot toys figures, because that's what they are. The level of detail, the amount of accessories, the real clothing and, uh, uh, you know, all those sorts of things that they just make these above and beyond any other six inch collectibles that are out there. Now, you know, you're going to pay a little bit more for them, but you know why? Because they're worth it. That's why. And this is the, um, of course, this is the Punisher from Netflix uh, uh, version here. Uh, he comes with many things. Two, four, six, eight. Oh, four. Four sets, five sets of hands. Am I seeing, OG? Uh, that sounds about right, yeah. Uh, and also an alternative head where it looked like he got his ass whooped. Yep. Uh, it's got some bullet, uh, uh, some muzzle flash effects. Uh, for you to put out of the machine gun or the two handguns. Uh, He also comes with a knife and a sheath, a character identifying base, as well as that that clear claw arm that allows you to do bullet effects. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. So um, hyper-articulated, kind of the faux leather coat. I mean, the likeness, of course, to... Uh, what's his name? What's that actor's name? John Bernthal. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Very good sandwich. You're paying attention. That's good. <laughs> Glad someone woke you up during the break. It's an excellent likeness of John Bernthal. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is really just top notch. If you are a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan uh, with the side, uh, uh, I guess the side universe of the uh, – uh, the Netflix shows, which I am. This is an absolute, absolute must own for what the hell is going on over there? The dog just jumped um, in between the sandwich and OG. Scared the bejesus out of sandwich no, no, and he, he jumped. He jumped between my legs. He jumped. That's why I jumped. He, you, you jumped like. Um, you must have thought there was something there. I guess he was disappointed. Oh, oh that's not nice, Kev. All right. Let's move forward. No, I meant like a. I meant. I meant like a milk bone or something. Who's a good doggy? Who's a good doggy? <laughs> That's you. Yeah. yeah. Who's a good doggy? No one in that room. <laughs> you go to hell, sir. Whoa, things are getting is real. This, 
Now, I think like most 112s, I'm pretty sure this one is sold out. But, you know, you got to check your secondary sources. Right. There is a one. Uh, if you want to add this one. Perfect complement for the uh, for either. Well, no, really for the costumed uh, Daredevil. Uh, I uh, figure that that came out as well. I mean, uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal toy making by Mezco here. Anyone else comments? Comments? No, I mean it's 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 a great it's a great companion piece to the to the Daredevil, which you said. Um, it's an awesome sculpt. It's you know I, I'd love to see them. I'd love to see Mezco play in that Netflix wheelhouse a little bit more. Like I'd love to see them do a really nice Luke Cage, um, which I don't think they've done. And I'd love to see them do a Jessica Jones, even though it's obscure, and I don't think it will happen. Um, I think it could be fun, but. We'll see. I, I think it would be great. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get either one of those, but I think it would be great. You know what I think this one is lacking, if I might say? What? More goddamn guns. That is true. Okay. I mean, like an M16 or an AK-47. You know what I mean? I mean, he's got the huge M, that like an M50, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. He's got that huge one. I know he used that in the, in the show, but let's be honest. He used every gun that was in the show in the show. <laughs> So, uh, you, you know, uh, the addition of a few more guns, even a couple of rifles, I'm sure. In fact, I'm, I'm nearly 100 percent sure that the other versions of the Punisher that have come from Muzco's 112 line have included much more hardware. I, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's so, okay. it's still a beautiful piece. If you can. Get no, one, it is. If you can get one that's Exquisite, legit really. um, from the secondhand market, um, you should certainly you got to be really that, careful. Be careful. Oh, they have a yeah, evil really dead. Ash. Oh yeah, it's great. Ooh. But we're not talking about that now, Mr. Montesa. But we're not talking about. But I can buy it now. We are talking about the the uh, sideshow premium format Green Arrow Necronomicon statue, which finally arrived at my house this past week. Um, I believe this is now sold out, but you can try to get in. Oh no, it's not sold out. I'm sorry. You uh, you can still you can still get it. Um, both. Oh, so the uh, the exclusive edition is sold out. The regular edition is not. Um, the main difference between the exclusive and the regular edition is the exclusive edition comes with a second Oliver Queen head. It comes with a classic head versus the sort of um, brightest day um, bearded new 52 head. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful statue. It's first of all, it's fucking huge. I mean, I always forget how big premium format statues oh, yeah. are. And then the box. I tried up to warn house. you. Yeah. The box showed up at the house and I was like, Jesus, what the hell am I going to do with this thing? Then, then you can't find your son. He's yeah, just standing he's, behind the box he's, hey, behind the box. And you know, the way they package this thing, it's like a box inside of a box inside of a box. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, um, it's a beautiful statue. The, um, the base is gorgeous. So it's, it's sort of Oliver standing on this, um, standing on, um, uh, like a pedestal, like a pedestal in the water, and it's got this splash kind of coming up around. It's got this splash effect coming up around uh, the pedestal. It's a similar effect to the Gwen Stacy J. Scott Campbell, which I love. Um, we both love that statue. Yeah, it's the gorgeous. That that whole statue is great. Um, so um, the exclusive edition also comes with a boxing glove arrow. Which the regular edition does not. <laughs> so um, I will be displaying this. It's tough because I really like that brightest day hooded bearded green arrow. I love that that look. I'm actually I'm actually trying to get that up on the website. But uh, if you so just go to sideshowtoy.com and just look at just search. No, green no, arrow, I want I want to see the I want to see the one that is uh, that the one that is sold out, sir. So if you do that search, it comes up, and then on the screen you have to just click exclusive versus um versus collector's edition and it should come up oh, that base looks gorgeous so the the base is phenomenal it's collector edition it's his collector oh. edition. next to it says exclusive the base is awesome it comes with um it comes with this little piece that's part of the pedestal mm -hmm. that is oliver's sort of secret arsenal where you it has a few extra arrows and arrow heads that can be displayed there. Um, it comes with a really nicely sculpted. Um, oh, wow. The bow is absolutely beautiful. Are the arrows all individual arrows you, you put in there? Uh, no. So the it comes with two di different arrows. It comes with uh, it comes with actually I'm sorry, the arrow is sculpted onto the bow, mm -hmm. and then it comes with a variety of heads so the boxing glove the smoke bomb and a mm. traditional arrow and then the ones that are wow. into the quiver are just unique to the quiver 
They don't they sure. didn't actually come out, I don't believe. Um, I don't I don't see OG how you're not displaying this with the classic head oh, and absolutely. the box club arrow. Oh, 100%. 100. It's the only reason I ordered the collector's edition, the exclusive versus the collector's edition. Not to mention, I think the price difference was 10 bucks. It was almost like a no-brainer. It's 15 buck difference. Oh, it's 15. Okay. I, and I got to say, for the price point, like I would have guessed easy, it would have been 700 bucks. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, if it was iron, if it was half the size and from iron studios, you'd be correct. Yeah. So um, it's, it's pretty good. It's amazing. The sculpt is amazing. The paint job on it is amazing. The detail is awesome. So you could still get the collector's edition if you want to. The the exclusive is um, is not uh, or is sold out. But but yeah, I recommend going over there. Check it out. You could try to get it on the wait list if you want that regular edition or the uh, collector's edition or whatever the exclusive or whatever. Oh gee, I have to ask. Uh, Based on the size of this, is Frodo now out of a room? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, so essentially what's going to happen is the the shelf that had temporarily become the Black Canary shelf oh. will be cleaned. Black Canary, the Black Canary collection will be assimilated back into the regular collection. And that ah. shelf will just be the premium format Canary and the premium format Green Arrow will have their own shelf. OG, in case you were wondering, as I happen to be poking around through uh, uh, through the um, through the uh, the beautiful Sideshow website, uh-huh. um, Green Arrow statue by Iron Studios. Is that the is that the one that's uh, the companion piece with the Green Lantern? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, so I ordered the Green Arrow part of that statue. Right, I figured you I would. I did not order the Green Lantern. At, no, no, I understand. Um, it just looks like a really, want, really super classic. Yeah. At some point, I might want that Green Lantern um, only because, just as a longtime Green Arrow fan, I did love the Green Arrow, Green Lantern book. I love the interaction between Oliver and Hal. Um, but just, you know, price, realistically speaking, it's 125 each. And, you know, my wallet can only bear so much. So, and but, how are you? Beautiful statue. How are you? How are you feeling about the uh, the Green Arrow 2.0 from Star Ace Toys? Um, I don't know if I saw that one. That's a sixth scale. Uh, yeah. Twelfth scale, rather. Yeah. That's a twelve inch. Yeah, one day. <laughs> All of it, one day. That, that that one that one. Well, that's on the one day list. It, it goes to one day because inevitably that collection will have to be as complete as possible because that's how my brain works, but it's not on the immediate list. It's, it's Oh, I understand. Show, sure. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so definitely check it out. It's, it's worth your while. And I think with that though, and this has been the addicts moment on big Kev stuff. My name's, my name's OG and I have a problem. Um, so, um, but with that, I do hear that rappy uppy music starting to hue up. You do? Is it because I'm far away that I can't hear it? It, it is. It takes longer to get to you. Don't worry. Give it a few minutes. Oh. Um, don't forget, you can find us online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. We will find that beautiful PayPal link so that you can participate in the Begathon. We, uh, Absolutely important. And uh, ask kindly. Absolutely important that everyone takes uh, part in the Begathon. Remember, every little bit helps uh, get us one step closer to New York Comic Con, where we will have uh, fun and excitement and all sorts of things to share, uh, giveaway, raffles, all sorts of just hooting and hollering, Indeed, as I say. A Rooney, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, you can also find us over at patreon.com backslash BK Geek Stuff. You can find us at facebook.com backslash BK Geek Stuff. Um, across these social medias, do you guys want to go around the room? Sure, I'll go first. It's uh, mine is Monty's Mayhem on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and um, Venmo. Ooh, so well, there you go. So you know, if you want to donate to the show, then you can donate to me, and uh, there you go. There you go. Done's done. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, it's a thing, sir. <laughs> it is now. It is a thing. The get- sandwich. Oh, oh, next. You can find me on Xbox. I didn't even say it. <laughs> At Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> I can spell it if you want. Yes, you should. Fat Dumbledore. Fat F A T. The way it's normally spelled. Dumbledore. D O M B L E. Door. D O R E. 
I, Fat Dumbledore. I feel as though you're banned in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. I am GeekStuffOG on the Twitter, the Instagrams, uh, over on the Twitches as well, if you'd like to find me there. And Big Kev, how about yourself? I am Big Kev GS on the Xbox Network, where Fat Dumbledore and I work to bring <laughs> order to the Old West. And uh, I am BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. Huh? And Zop. So with that, with that OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. Episode 556, I think. The one we called The Joke is on us. I guess the joke's on us. Uh, the way we end some shows by saying, Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music.